back, listeners, to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I've got Zach Gale joining me today. Zach, how's it going? It is going good. Um, I'm excited with all this new equipment, man. Yeah, this is cool. This is a huge step up. Yeah, we sound we sound professional now. <laughs> um, we have it, but we can change these voices to super deep. So if nice. anyone listened yeah, to some go. of our uh, other ones recently, <laughs> you'll hear my voice is like super deep on the yeah. intros. <laughs> that was my mistake, but it does make us sound like I'm on the radio. There but, we go. Uh, um, Zach, we are going to do, this is our Sheridan and Johnson County news. Um, so we will jump right into that, but first, uh, we're going to go to a couple of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by alpha graphics here in Sheridan, a locally owned and operated full service printing, mailing and marketing company. Give them a call at 307-674-6277, um, and ask them how they can help you, uh, with your business. I also saw Zach, um, you can get a custom, uh, gift wrapping like for Christmas and stuff. Oh, really? That's news to me. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, and a funny thing we, we, I interviewed Stefan Mullins at red bison and he's got a new printer and he was talking about some funny stuff he might do. And I just had a thought with that wrapping paper, like you yeah. could put your face on it. Yeah. That'd be pretty hilarious. That'd be pretty funny. Um, and then another sponsor is, uh, Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. If you are looking to buy, sell, uh, property here in Sheridan County, um, give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. That's Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. Um, you know, for anyone out there that's listening outside of Wyoming, you need a good realtor. Um, property out here is moving quick. So yes. um, give Jess a call. So wanted to give that to our sponsors first. Um, and let's just jump into this, Zach. We've actually got, um, actually have a lot of things to talk about, which is kind of nice for a change on the local news. Um First little shout out, the NFR is still going on, um, but we're re recording this on December 9th, and yesterday on the 8th, Cole Reiner of uh, KC, um, he won the whole round. So, you know, big deal for him, uh, dude out of KC, so shout out to Cole. Um, we will talk about him in the Energy Nag, because um, him and uh, Cody Bress, or Cole Bress, uh, anyways, they're two Wyoming guys doing pretty well, so. That's awesome. Yeah, it's... Uh, Wyoming guys showing out, not a lot of them there, but, um, they're showing out down there in Dallas. So pretty cool. Um, let's do, let's do all the sports stuff, Zach, and then we'll kind of yeah. jump into the other stuff. Um, just quickly, uh, the state of Wyoming, we are doing sports, which is great. Uh, basketball season starts tomorrow. I'm not sure about wrestling. I should have probably looked that up, uh, but I'm, I'm imagining they probably start this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, but Sheridan basketball, they have home games tomorrow. So Thursday. So, um, hopefully they can finish out the year, you know, last year they didn't finish their year. So, yeah. um, hopefully they can do that. Um, one funny rule I heard from a uh, shout out, Greg Carroll, uh, who's a ref. Uh, so apparently they're not going to do a tip off. Interesting. But if they go to overtime, then they will. So I'm like, okay, so what's the point of like, <laughs> uh, it's like, God, like, I understand what we're trying to do, but then it's like, but then you do that. And it's like, that doesn't make a whole lot of anyways, but well, the, cause they have to wear masks anyways. Right. Or at least the refs do the refs do. And then like, I, I'm pretty sure the athletes, like the five, like, I guess the 10 on the court uh -huh. don't have to. Okay but when they're on the bench and the coaches are wearing it, you know, so it's kind of like, so what, yeah. Um, unless I miss something and they have to wear a mask when they're playing, which I doubt it. Yeah, I um, do, but 
Huh. Yeah, no, it's just kind of weird, but yeah, hey, I want them to play. So I'm like, at this point, yeah, let them play. We'll deal with it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think, uh, Sheridan girls, it'll be interesting, um, and exciting. They have a new head, head girls basketball coach, uh, Ryan Sullivan. Um, he comes from a, a long line of coaches up in Montana. Um, he played basketball and football up at, oh, I'm going to butcher this. It's, it's, it was either Montana tech or, okay. or, uh, Western, um, okay. either, either way. So he's a, he's a good guy. I'm excited to see what he can do with that girls program. Um, and then shout out Jeff Martini. Uh, the boys are ranked uh, top five in the state. So, um, yeah, hopefully we have a good basketball season. So, um, you know, and now since we're talking sports, we'll, we'll try and blow through this really quick. Um, so the fall sports were awarded, um, and just, we'll kind of just try and blow through this really fast. Um, so we got in this area. So Reminder, Sheridan, Johnson County. So that's Tongue River, Bighorn, you know, like KC. So, uh, but uh, the cross country coach, uh, Tim Mays, was coach of the year and for cross country. Um, that's for Tongue River, right? Yep, Tongue River, yep. Um, and then the Sheridan's, Sheridan Boys uh, golf coach, Kaylee Saner. I think, I think she has to be the coach of all golf. But, anyways, um, pretty impressive. Um, and uh, let's see. So Carson Bates of Bighorn and Hiram Hatch, hopefully I'm saying that right, of Buffalo. Um, those guys were, I didn't like wild preps because they didn't say which one was which. But if anything, both those guys have been three-time All-State players. Cool. So pretty cool for both those guys. Um, and then uh, kind of the All-State list here. Um, Kyle Meineke was a second-team receiver and second-team defensive back. Um, Quentin Mangus, um, was a first team O-line and D-line, um, and he was a lineman of the year. So that's a pretty big, prestigious award. Um, and if you, if any Sheridan folks know who Quentin is, you know, he's not the biggest guy. So, um, anyways, that speaks a lot about him. And, uh, I will say I, from hearing how that voting works, it, it does speak to his play when, Sheridan, you know, didn't have as good as year as you'd like. Yep. Um, it is po- political. So, you know, not making it to the state championship, but him still getting a unanimous all state on both right. sides of the ball and getting lineman of the year. That means a lot of coaches, you yeah. know, respected him. So, uh, That's shout awesome. out to Quentin Mangus. Yeah. yeah way to go. Yeah. Um, Chris Larson was also a second team O line, uh, selection. <laughs> Zach Coltiska was second team quarterback. Isaac Axman was a second team running back. Uh, Chili Tanner uh, was a second team D lineman. I believe he's a junior. Um, Hunter Good, uh, sorry, Hunter Goodwin was a first team linebacker. Reese Osborne was a first team uh, defensive back. Carter McComb was the first team uh, return specialist. And then uh, Big Horn had two uh, Winfield Loomis and Josh Thompson. Tongue River had Tony Perf- Perfetti. Sorry. And then KC had three guys, Dylan Faber, Nathan Largent, and Rise Stafford. So um, even though it wasn't a year that, you know, um, Buffalo, Bighorn, uh, KC, you know, didn't end how we wanted, it's still a very good year there of um, athletes. So, yeah, um, it's it's not easy to get those those accolades. So um, shout out to all those guys. So. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Now to this, some serious stuff, Zach. Um, did you read this one? Cause I think, 
Um, Looking out that one. Yeah, the yeah. Seed. Uh, I'm just curious if. Um, I'm just curious if anyone knows how much like was the whole 1.4 million gifted to the school district. I think so. Oh, yeah. perfect! Wow. Yeah. Um. So it was the Homer Scott Foundation. Ah. Um. Very yeah. cool. And it does it. The purchase doesn't include the building at Holly Seed. Sure. But I think the land around it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And the land is definitely worth that. Um. And and from what I've been told, that building may not be. Not to say that it's bad, but you know, for whatever the school might use it for, they might just tear it down anyways, you know? Um, but, uh, I think that's cool. You know, a lot of people have been eyeing that property. The problem is it's right next to a high school. So it's kind of like, what are you going to do with it? Um, yeah. I think it's very good. Um, man, a lot of things are going to happen there at the high school. I think Zach, um, cause, uh, uh, North of, um, Midland road that was gifted over, uh, oh. well, not gifted over, but it was made, a deal was made with the owner to the school district, oh, okay. um, and those fields across from the practice fields and stuff. Yep. Okay. Um, and then now you've got the Holly seed property. Um, so yeah. some pretty I cool, this was the same deal. Oh, and maybe it is, maybe I'm missing something. No, you, you're probably right. Um, Oh, maybe I, maybe I need to look a little bit closer, yeah. but yeah, no, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Either way. So, um, wow. So the Scott foundation, uh, yeah. gifted all that. Wow. Um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I think, uh, this is pretty cool. I, I can't believe we missed this. So either the, either the paper or share to media, either they're waiting to do like some big pieces on it, mm. which <clears throat> that gets my opinion of like mainstream media. It's like, dude, report it. Like, I, yeah. I know you might want to sit down with Trav. Anyway. So yeah. what we're talking about is Travis Koltiska is named the Sheridan uh, police department yep. chief. Um, and it was like, it was decided like two weeks ago. So I'm kind of like yeah. really frustrated that, you know, anyways, but, um, uh, I think that's great. I think, um, we went over the candidates, the last five they had and the three that were out of staters, I don't think would have been bad by any means. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the community can feel safe now. Well, not safe, but well, yeah, safe, but mm -hmm. kind of relieved of like, Hey, it's a local guy. He's yeah. a young guy, you know, um, Anyways, I, I, just, I feel better knowing that it's Travis. Yeah, no, me too. And uh, I think, you know, it's kind of funny that we went through this whole process, you know, bring it, looking for outside hunters yeah. and then still settling with the, you know, the, the natives, the shared natives. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting process, but uh, I'm glad to hear uh, that it's Travis, you know, good for Travis. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, like, and not to bash on the whole process, but you know, remember when they originally started looking outside this, the, the, the internal pool mm -hmm. and originally they didn't have Tom and Travis in the pool right? and then they did. And then now it's like you pick Travis. So it's kind of like, so what was yeah. like, were you just doing apples to apples? Like right. just trying to see what was out there or so. Well, and when we lined them all up a couple of weeks ago, they all had similar experience, you yeah. know, all had some sort of federal, um, certificate or approval. Right. Um, some had military experience, others, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was interesting. I w I'm not sure what exactly they were looking for in those outside. Yeah. And hires. And just to remind people, you know, in regards to Travis's career, you know, he started in, uh, in Wheatland. Um, and then he was in Colorado for a little bit and then, yeah, he got some, some, you know, those federal certificates and stuff like that. And then he was back up here. So it's not like he's been here the whole time. So 
which, yeah, when you're comparing these other guys, it's like, no, you know, Travis has worked in a bigger metro metropolitan area. You know, it's not so, um, yeah, anyway, so good for him. And hopefully we, um, hopefully we can get him on, you know, in the new year and, um, as chief and, uh, go from there. So, um, let's see, is there anything, uh, I think we, let's do, uh, if I can find my, let's do this one, Zach, as you're reading. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's not going to be the mayor when, uh, Rich Bridger gets in, but, um, at the latest city council meeting, um, some business owners came up in front of the council and the mayor, huh? And, yeah. and uh, came, um, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say anything. You kind of read it. Yeah. So this was on the cover of yesterday's paper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some business owners who were named, pointed out and named in Roger Miller's email from a week before the election. Yeah. Uh, came forward to, you know, um, kind of defend themselves, but also to defend others. Um, And so Paul Del Rossi was uh, kind of highlighted in this and threw some big words around slander, um, libel. It was probably, well, slander is spoken, libel's written. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. uh, And uh, yeah. And so it sounds like, uh, you know, there might be some more, to come, maybe some legal action, some wow. litigation, possibly. Um, we'll see. Um, I think, uh, you know, it was interesting, too. They they reported that the mayor sort of apologized. He's like, you know, I'm sorry if people took my words the wrong way. And then he c- tries to kind of stick the knife in the Sheridan press. Like, they weren't supposed to print that. You know, I didn't intend for that to be printed. Sure. And it's like, okay, but you sent the email from your city office, you know, yeah. responding a comment to yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of a big, the, so the mayor kind of a, sort of apologized, yeah. but really didn't seem like he had any remorse for, for well, what he said. You know, it's kind of sad to see this kind of just, just this, uh, de-evolutional, you know, it's just d- disintegrating yeah. around Roger and, and, uh, um, c- could be a lot of things happening, but it's, um, one thing I, I thought about, Zach, when you sent this to me was, I totally understand, like you can disagree with people, you know, and that's perfectly normal, but there comes a point where it's disagreement. And then it's just like straight, like, uh, confliction, like you're just not willing to work with anybody. Um, and this is what it's kind of sounding like is this, you know, um, which is sad, you know, it's, um, uh, but, uh, Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I really think, you know, when we brought this up the first time, you know, he had sent that at like what, one in the morning, two in the yeah, morning, something like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, it just makes you wonder like, what was he doing? And right. it could just be a bad mistake, but it's like, man, it's costing you a lot right mm-hmm. now. But so some possible legal, you think, huh? There could be, it's, it, Paul hints at that in his statements. Mm. Um, so yeah. Interesting. We will see. <laughs> and I think not coming out with a public apology yeah, right, that is is kind of egging that on a little more, and so. it's too late now. So, <laughs> right. Uh, anyways, that's kind of fascinating stuff. Um, I think last, um, no, we'll leave that. Let's go to uh, this was kind of cool. So the Johnson County, um, yeah, uh, it'd probably just be Johnson County commissioners, probably or something like that. Um, yeah, they received two Homeland of Security grants, mm-hmm. um, and it 
it really totaled like to only like $10,000, which was like fascinating to me. Yeah. I'm like, that's like yeah. a small, right, <laughs> small yeah. change, but, um, it's big w- news for Johnson County. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I thought was interesting is it was for backup generators mm-hmm. in case, you know, there was some sort of emergency yep. and then, um, a trailer that would house, you know, kind of all the election and voting equipment. Yeah. And I was like, man, you don't really, um, I don't know. You know, we talked about this during election, um, time, you know, Wyoming, you know, like Senator Beitman brought up is we do two year, you know, cycling, uh, registration. Yep. Um, you know, and here's kind of another point of like, this is, this in no way do I think this is like, um, voter suppression, you know, right. Right. Um, cause it's like, no, I want to, I want to, like if I live in Johnson County, I want to make sure that whatever they're transporting the machines in and stuff for my ballot, yeah, it's in a secure trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, it was kind of funny when I read, I was like, what they're going to, they're going to store it in this, you know, so right. I'm, now I'm just picturing like a horse trailer in Johnson County right. in the field. But, and so I was like, no, nah. so, but yeah, no, that it's good. Um, yeah, it only, it comes to, like you said, around $10,000 yeah. for some stuff and, um, for a generator and a trailer to, to move yeah. equipment. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of fast. It just, it is big news. I think, um, you know, there needs to be more conversations about like, yeah, your, your County should probably be, doing these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, um, other big news for Johnson County commissioners, um, or just people in Johnson County, uh, Bill Novotny. Um, so he's a County commissioner in Johnson County. So he was just elected vice president of the Wyoming County commissioners association. Um, you know, that it's just a big association that a lot of, uh, our state representatives and senators will go to in regards to, you know, like county funding and, um, any legislation, you know, um, one of the first ever committee meetings I was watching on zoom, they had the president of the WCCA, you know, talking about, you know, if we change the tiers of the tax, you know, how much, um, appropriation gets, you know, from the state to the counties, you know, so stuff like that. So it's kind of important to know who's in there. So I think it's big news for this area, Johnson and Sharon County, that there's a guy that's there. That's, uh, you know, the VP. Right. For sure. Um, and then, uh, I'll let you take the Johnson County here in a second. The, the mask mandate thing. Um, or actually let's do that. Cause then we'll do the Brook street. Um, yeah. So you were reading this a little bit more, um, so Johnson County, was this the sheriff then that released this statement? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, the Johnson County Sheriff's department, they released a statement, uh, just regarding the mask mandate. And it really wasn't, I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger than a story than it was, but as I was mm-hmm. reading it, it was kind of a, an interesting tongue in cheek sort of statement where it's, they're trying to like, I think appease both sides where they're like, yeah. look, we're going to go. And if there's a complaint, we'll go and investigate and do whatever. But right. at the same time, they're like, we're not going to be throwing you in jail, locking you up, you know, uh, for not wearing your mask. You know, they're not going to be walking up and down main street in Buffalo or, you know, whatever. And, yeah. Um, making sure you're wearing your mask. But I think, uh, I, I kind of have a note in here and I was like, you know, that's good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> honestly, like they have more important things to do than to, you Absolutely. know, I call it the nanny state at this point you yeah. know, where it's like, yeah, they've got other things that they can be doing. They don't need to be responding to every little, yep. that person's not wearing their mask, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want, it's curious. I want, if we can get, uh, um, 
Travis or somebody from the sheriff's department on too to talk about, or even just a statement from them. Like how many calls have they been getting in the last right. two or three weeks about, you know, mass complaints. Right. Um, Cause that'd be interesting to see. That would be interesting. And then seeing, you know, is it a business that's calling or is it somebody tattling on somebody? Yeah. So, well, and that was going to be my counterpoint is I, and what they say they is, is, uh, um, you know, whoever's calling in, right. Saying like someone's not wearing their mask. Um, we've kind of always said like, if you're business, yeah. like that's your right to tell your customers, like what you want them to do. Yeah. Um, like Smith alley. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was a little over the top that somebody called the police in, in the summer yeah. to go in there and tell her that, right. you know, cause it's like, I don't think that's right. Right. Yeah. Cause if, if you're a customer, then you don't need to go there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's not like the Smith alley owner was telling you to come into her business. Right. Um, now if it's flipped around and you're in their business mm -hmm. and you're not wearing a mask and they've asked you to wear a mask, that's completely different. Yeah. So that's where it's like these, these sheriffs have to be like, uh, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not going to answer every call. Cause, yeah. um, but yeah, no, it would be interesting to get a law enforcement side just, just from a legality standpoint, you know, yeah. just, um, and, uh, I did hear someone else, I think someone was telling me like, even like Teton County, the sheriff came out and was like, I ain't enforcing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was more like blatant, like, yeah, not more, you know, it wasn't very veiled. It was more like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. So, which is fascinating, but I don't know if that's true. That was just, I was hearing it from somebody else, but, um, yeah, so, I don't know. It's just weird. What a weird time we live in. But, um, <laughs> last thing, Zach, kind of more of a funny note here. Um, we can kind of just BS this. So that Brook street by the, by the, um, uh, by, by the courthouse. Yeah. So that really steep hill that they usually shut off in the winter time. Right. So the city has decided we're just going to shut that down. Like yeah. it's not going to be a street. Um, but now it's like, well, what are you going to use it for? Like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking, I was like, you could do parking, but then it's like, you would have to use that as a road then. Um, right. Yeah. How are you going to, uh, you're not going to be able to turn around. Yeah. You know, um, unless they're going to do some construction there and expand the parking around there. But even then it's not a very wide road. No. So I don't know how. And just from an engineering standpoint, it's like, you can't really expand that way. Yeah. I don't think with the courthouse. Right. Cause it's all kind of funneled into there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's something to keep an eye on now that we're talking about it. Cause it's like, I, I agree. Like it shouldn't be a street cause it just, you know, half, half the time of the year, it's not getting used cause right. it's too slick to go down. Um, you know, and you don't need to waste the uh, city money to clean it or maintain it or right. whatever. Um, but now it's like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, I don't want them to just waste money and tear it up right. and just beat grass. Like, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, yeah. They pray, they probably have ideas, I guess, on what they want it to be. But, right. um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like what, uh, what they know. could use it for? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, cause this, they announced that or they, you know, said they were planning on something, you know, a couple months ago, I think before I went back to Bozeman, but yeah. Um, you know, and of course I got everybody up in a, up in a roar on Facebook or whatever the heck sure. it was, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know what you can do, <laughs> you know, with it. And, um, I, I really, it's not that traveled. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like even in with the, the summertime stop yeah. now or four way stop now it's, 
you know, it's better right there. So yep. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something to keep an eye on. One thing I know for sure I'm going to keep an eye on is this software deal. Cause it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, well, that's, do you have anything else, Zach, on the, um, on the Sheridan Johnson County news? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't. All right. Well, that's your Sheridan and Johnson County news. Thanks for listening to this episode. Again, that episode was brought to you by Alpha Graphics, um, a locally owned and operated full service printing, mailing, marketing company. Give them a call 307-674-6277. Also, this uh, episode was brought to you by ERA Carroll Realty. Uh, Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. If you're looking to buy, sell a home uh, or property, uh, give him a call at 307-751-6924. Go be Wyoming.